2: hello and welcome to perfect person the show where i'm perfect and you're a person um this morning i had a maple scone
3: Mm. (laughs) feeling a little silly this morning i was having a fun little day
2: and it was raining and i wore a big coat And that was sort of, I give an object or a a sort of example of why I'm perfect today.
3: And that's it? Yeah,
2: that was kind of it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. That's great. I love that.
2: No, it's cool. Um, The guest is often unimpressed with sort of my little perfect.
3: It feels perfect. (laughs) A nice little rainy day scone. It was rainy day scone.
2: And um, as always, this is the call and advice show that's going to make you flawless. Of course. I'm here with Stanzi Potenza. Stanzi, you know her from TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Reels. Let's not forget <laughs> for about them. <reals>. Reels. <laughs> um much. Stanzi, thanks for doing the show.
3: Thank you for having me. This is super cool and exciting. That's very sweet
2: of you. Um, yeah, your content very much makes me laugh. It's right up my alley. Oh, good. You're often doing like... <laughs> One of my favorite things about your content is I feel like you will do like the dumbest bit and it'll be so cinematic. <laughs> and like the way that you edit stuff together with your voice overlapping, speaking to yourself, it's flawless. It's perfect.
3: Thank you. I, yeah. I love having a really like dumb idea and being like, how can I make this? Like, how can I give this like emotional arc? Yeah. Like, sometimes people will comment on something and they'll be like, I forgot that this was a joke for a second. <laughs> and I actually had like a genuine, like human so emotional moment yeah and it, it's about like you know like a mommy kink gone too far <laughs> right yeah yeah and it's like the the background music yeah, it's like right. yeah i'm like how do i make this like a little bit of a tearjerker yeah there's a thin line between comedy and tragedy and i like to constantly remind people of that
2: that's absolutely right do you shoot also you shoot um almost all stuff on a green screen right mm-hmm. and then you're like in a million different places you sort of put yourself in like a torture dungeon or the hell
3: yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know, keep it variety, you know, keep it a little spicy. You never know what you're going to get. That's right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Now, um, Stanzi, so people are calling in from all over the freaking world. Mm-hmm. And they need help. Yeah, they do. <laughs> what <laughs> qualifies you as a perfect person to give them guidance today?
3: I I don't know. I mean, I mean, I do know. I'm i'm. <laughs> But like how do I convince them? You know, yeah, I, I right. think I, I've had so much uh life experience. I've mm. had a lot of problems. I used to be the kid in in school that would like the guidance counselors would be like, Hey, there's someone else who's struggling right now. Can you give them a little bit of a pep talk? Just really? because yeah. It would be like, you know why I was because I started the sort of like emo, like <laughs> like the little emo alt movement in my town back That's in the day. Incredible. Like back in like the the early two thousands. Yeah. I was like I'm goth now and that it just that happened like that and someone was like I was just sitting around friends in like 6th right. grade and they were like okay okay cool you and shepherded
2: so, the goth movement at your middle school Oh
3: yeah yeah and so then other kids started doing it and then but they were like you know they needed a little bit of help so I was yeah. the one that was like yeah you know, it's okay to be a little weirdo. I had a little <laughs> Cole a little Sprouse weirdo. moment. Can I just light a cigarette <laughs> in here right now? Just
2: being like, <laughs> Yeah, after seeing that Alex Cooper interview, which by the way, the funniest thing about that to me was that, okay, look, you know, people smoke cigarettes, go for it. I've smoked cigarettes in my life, of course, enjoy. But if you're going to smoke a sober cigarette inside during the daytime,
3: you need to be a really specific type of person for that. You need to be Cole Sprouse. Like a, yeah. I honestly like if if Timothée Chalamet did that, I'd be like, ooh. Ooh. If (laughs) Maddie Healy from the nineteen seventy five did that, I'd be like, Uh, yeah, that makes. Kissing everybody. Sense. I know he's just <laughs> he's
2: kissing people. Kissing that
3: menthol, you know, yeah, like right. yeah. Cole Sprouse. I was like, oh my God, I'm a weirdo.
2: <laughs> Maybe we honestly should have a cigarette in here as to, to get that clipped of you is Cole Sprouse. <laughs> yeah.
4: Honestly. A, just, a bigger a, cigarette. A, a it's big,
2: huge. <laughs> <A> huge cigarette. <laughs> Massive cigarette. Um uh well, yeah, you're obviously very funny. Um, I appreciate you doing the show. Um before we get into the calls, before we get into the meat. And bones. I'm introducing a new segment today.
3: Oh wow! Okay,
2: everybody's thrilled about it. Woo! Um, we're doing a get rich quick scheme segment. Okay, oh, we get we get perfect. hundreds of thousands of calls a freaking day.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This That's is right. That's
2: right.
3: We're. I I think I'm. I hope I'm qualified for this.
2: Ira Glass, who? So, <laughs> <laughs> so. I wanted to um, surmise some of the calls and do sort of quick hits. This is a rapid fire round. Try to get the people where they need to go. All right. They get a lot of these calls. Firstly, what's the best way to kiss?
3: The best way to kiss. Yeah. Um, Violently. Incredible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fervently. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Have you ever stolen anything? Yes. What did you steal?
3: Eyeliner um, Mm. from just like any sort of CVS. And I used to Mm. steal gum out of my mom's workplaces, like vending machines, it's the, like, oh, you'd reach up? Yeah, yeah. that's the like Sorry, the, having little like like raccoon doll hands. Yeah, like, tiny little, yeah.
2: doll hands. Oh, yeah.
3: really? It works really well when you're trying to like, I was like Robin Hood. Yeah. I would like get all of the gum out. Like I could reach up to the gum and get yeah. all of the gum out. And then I would that's like right. bring it to school. And I would open my purse and like sell everyone, it to the goth kids. Everyone would be like, Oh, she's she's brought us gum. Like the village that was like the, yeah. the Robin Hood of the of my class. You were like, like
2: chicklets, Robin Hood.
3: I'm just feeding, yeah, I'm just like feeding a village.
2: Wow. Honestly, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, I used to steal pens. And unfortunately it was from sort of a locally owned <laughs> Oh <story>. no. <laughs> Which obviously I was a kid, so I didn't know that was bad. But yeah, we'd sort of take the nice pens because we were like, mm, like let's freaking listen to Vampire Weekend and write in our notebooks. Yeah, we're bad. We're bad. We're nice. ag- bad kids. <laughs> um, uh, best way to break up with someone:
3: baking your own death. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where is he going? Yeah, in which button this? is he gonna no. press?
2: <laughs> um, uh, is it cringe to be joyful?
3: No, uh, <laughs> I." I think it's lovely. I think it's cringe to be like too bitter.
2: I agree. Yeah. By the way, there's a lot of people out there that think it's cool to be miserable.
3: I think it's actually (laughs) so cringe. Um, I, I, I think especially the transition from New York to LA that I've just recently made. I'm like, Mm. Oh my God. Wow. Especially just spending some time in Boston recently where it's like, peak like misery
2: <laughs> people are miserable in Boston
3: oh yeah I mean the weather's terrible it makes <sighs> sense in New
2: York too it's like the winter's fucking hell awful so yeah. like
3: the people there are just like like I I, <laughs> I I met I made a new friend recently but he has this sort of like personality of just like oh, god everything's just like terrible It's just not going my way and I you know he'll like drop a like a his like shirt on the ground and he's like oh, it's just like a metaphor for my life I'm like yeah <sighs>
4: It is. Uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah. Your life sucks. You gotta
2: pick it up. My life
3: rules. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I rock. Like pick up your blouse and just like get a grip. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. We're fine. We're gonna be okay. Just like. Get a little get a little maple scone in you. Absolutely. And move on with your day, man.
2: Yeah. I remember when I moved from New York, I like went on a walk and it was sunny and there were palm trees. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like too happy. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it's it, like, being in New York, you're just like, yeah, how did I get to work? Well, someone shoved me on the subway and spit in my face. they were
3: like, I'm walking in. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I got I'm in New York in it. <laughs> I'm New York <laughs> in it. Yeah. Like on my way here, on my Uber, I get in, he's like, Oh, is a like for Stanzi? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, excellent. I'm going to get you to where you need to go. And I'm like, Who are you? I'm like, whoa. It's crazy. Be joyous. It's not cringe at all.
2: (laughs) I think you're brave for saying that. (laughs) Thank you. Um, What happens when you die? We'll end with this one. And it's again, this is quick. This is supposed to be rapid fire.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry. I talk so much. No, no, no. no. Um, Just
2: for this question. The other ones were rapid as hell.
3: Um, I think that you go into a, like, grocery store that's, like, Twin Peaks. I love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sort of a grocery store purgatory.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: Well, that about does it for the get-rich-quick scheme. Amazing. Incredible. And we're about to get to the phone lines because the phone's ringing off the damn hooks, Donzi. Oh, wow. And people know this, but if you like the show, you can like and subscribe it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever. And if you love the show, you can freaking join the Patreon where there's extended versions of every episode, including this one, where we talked exclusively about Stanzi's big move.
3: Hell yeah. (laughs) Exclusive content, you guys. That's right.
2: As well as a uh, gate-kept, honestly, I'll say it, show, Perfect Person Platinum, where it's wilder and it's weirder and there's a masterclass. And I also give guest updates to people that I've solved their problems and they're calling I call them back and be like, how oh, did my well, advice change your life? How did I guide you to salvation? But in a non-religious way. I did start a call. <laughs> um, but um, let's get into it. With the first voicemail here.
0: Hey, Miles, I basically have to decide whether or not I want to be in very close quarters with my high school bully for the next two years. Um, I got into a grad school. She got into the same grad school in the same 10 person program as me and has since been like messaging me saying like she wants to reconnect. And I'm just scared of her because she was mean to me. And I would appreciate some advice. Like, yeah.
2: Still being bullied by your high school bully in grad school
3: yikes
2: yeah that's a big yikes
3: so it's grad school also so that means post college post college
2: so it's been a while it's It's been been like a four-year stint although that being said if i saw like my high school bully now i would be just as mad as like (laughs) when i was in high school because i just like i don't think that that those feelings go away and my high school bully is a doctor now i know that and it burdens me to my core
3: how do we get his license taken away i've thought about or she it could be a lady bully
2: (laughs) yeah the the doctor was his mother (laughs) (laughs) the bully was his mother (laughs) no i yeah i mean i thought about it and it's like obviously this is such a the darker thought is like i'm gonna fucking tweet (laughs) <laughs> about my like tweet his name
3: because now I'm I have, dox him. Yeah, I'm gonna dox
2: my high school bully because now I have some sort of social capital, and it's just like that's such a dumb idea, and <laughs> I should never do that. But um, but it does drive me mad. Anyway, did you have a high school bully?
3: I high school no. Um, that it was more middle school for me. Yeah, sure. Because I started the goth movement,
2: and that's hard. A goth, it's hard mm-hmm. for goth kids.
3: Yeah, so you know, tough time to yeah. be emo. Um, I was
2: never brave enough. To be emo, to be goth. But I wanted it. And I had, I remember I told this story before, but I had some sort of like angsty songs on my iPod. And I was so worried. This is kind of sad, but I was so worried I was going to be made fun of that I put, I had the song Teenagers by my, I I put it under a different artist name (laughs) because I was so worried I was going to be made fun of. What artist? I don't even know. I think I like made up a name. Johnny Guitar. I don't know, like something. I just made up a name because I was so worried. I was like, somebody's gonna see my iPod Nano, and they're gonna
3: fucking someone who's never heard teenagers before. got your iPod, and they were like, "Oh my god, Johnny Guitar! This is incredible. Why? Why is no one talking about Johnny Guitar? He
2: rules. Yeah, what the fuck? He's amazing. Anyway, let's call this person back to get to the root of the issue. Yeah hello Hello. thank you for calling perfect person i'm here to call you back
4: oh my god
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm here with stanzi potenza
3: hi oh my gosh. hi hello. hello
2: um so it seems like you have a high school bully problem in grad school now <laughs> tell me what your situation is and i'm also curious where you're like what your program is
0: oh okay so actually i'm from your hometown Oh my gosh, you're from
2: Hillsboro?
0: I'm from Chapel Hill, but I'm basically from Hillsborough. I'll you know? give it to you. Everything I mean, I
2: spent a lot of time in Chapel Hill as well. North Carolina, come on and raise yeah. up.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm at UNC right now. I nice. got into a program. I don't know if I should say the program's name. <laughs>
5: um, but
0: yeah, <laughs> gotcha. I got into this other program. And it's a 10-person program. And one of the people who got in was my high school bully, but she's also still friends with my best friend from high school. Mm. very complicated and she said some like fat phobic things about me she was never directly mean to me but she was like mean to me in front of other people and like said horrible things about me and now she like just messaged me on instagram and was like hey i heard we got into the same program and i'm like I haven't mean, responded, I just don't, I don't know even if I can like go to this program now because she's going to be there and like, yeah, yeah it's crazy.
2: Okay, well first of all, I wouldn't narrow your opportunities because this person's a fucking dickhead. Like, I wouldn't, <laughs> if you're not going to go there, that's fine, but I wouldn't be like, I'm not going to go there because of my high school bully. Because if anything, you've now got dirt on this person. It's embarrassing to be a bully.
3: It's embarrassing to be a bully now. It is not cool. No. It's not cool it's anymore. It's not like
2: the 90s, okay? <laughs> it was cool to be a bully back then. Yeah, I think that you need to like, I mean, so so this person said like fat phobic shit and was just a general nuisance. Like, is that, that's kind of what it was? Yeah, and-
0: me and my best friend, we're still really close friends. Um, she's going to be one of my bridesmaids. Um, mm. But we had like a crush on each other freshman year. Oh. And this other girl who was the bully was jealous that we had crushes on each other. Like, she's uh. <laughs> just like, she's like really possessive of this person who is also my friend. And I think that's where the anger came from.
4: Mm, but it. I don't know if,
0: like, it happened four years. I don't know if that anger and like obsessiveness is still there. But like, this is my top choice for the program. I just like, What do I do when I get there and have to interact with this person?
2: So you have sort of a angel and a devil on your shoulder here. Because to me, the devil on your shoulder (laughs) wants me to to tell you to go to the program and talk shit about this person and, like, leech darkness into (laughs) into the program. Choose darkness. Choose darkness. So everyone gets mad at her and is like, oh, my God, you used to, like, say fucked up stuff. But then I'm also like, maybe this person... Hurt people hurt people.
3: So true. (laughs) So true. I mean, there are definitely as someone that had some some bullies in in middle school, Mm -hmm. um, and then grew up to be like pretty cool and chill. (laughs) 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 I've had people uh like reach out to me. Um, whether it be like male bullies who Mm -hmm. are like, Hey, it would be really fun if we dated. (laughs) I'm like you egged my house, actually. That's crazy. So no. yeah. um, but I had, and I also had someone that, like, I didn't get along mm-hmm. with too yeah. well when I was a kid. And I, but I met her last time I came to L.A. Yeah. And we went out for drinks. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, we had an amazing time. So yeah. I think that there, de- it depends on, I mean, I think it's definitely a case-by-case situation. But if this person reached out you know, maybe that's her way of trying to like make amends. It's obviously a small program. And if this is your top choice, I definitely think that you should not, you know, restrict yourself because this person is Mm -hmm. going there. But like, maybe it's something to just like address, just kind of like be kind of upfront about it. That's how I usually handle things now. It's just kind of like, let's get this out of the way. So there's no, Weirdness, and then we can move on, and we Mm -hmm. can just be in this program together and be normal. You don't have to be best friends, but you know, especially if you have a a pretty close mutual friend.
2: Yeah, Um, I feel the same way. Where it's like I can't interact with somebody if there's some like big dirt that we're not discussing. It makes me feel so uncomfortable, and I don't need to like, I, I don't know, I don't need to hash everything out in a crazy way. I think I just need to sort of be. If if there's like some weird falling out that happened a long time ago, and it's like now we're in the same place, I need to be like. Hey, that was crazy, right? Like
4: I just—it <laughs> was pretty crazy. That how was mean, pretty wild, how mean right? you were
2: to We me. both made <laughs> weird decisions. Like I think I just—it makes me so uncomfortable to just have small talk. Do you feel like you could address it with this person and it would go okay? I guess if there's issues in freshman year, that's kind of recent too.
0: We were 14, and I'm oh, 20 now. I also I am like the opposite of confrontational, so I feel like I'm going to be too nice to her, mm. and we're going to end up being friends, and I'm going to be friends with someone I don't want to be friends with.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. Like, you don't have to be friends with this person, but it might require less work to be nice to them. I think about that all the time where there's lots of people that I feel have wronged me in this world. I've got a little black book. Me too, pal. <laughs> Me too. But like, I, sometimes I see people around and I'm just like, yeah, I don't necessarily care for you, but like, it's going to, it's going to affect my mood in life in a negative way for me to like be a jerk or yeah. something. And for me to go out of the way to be like,
4: ah, <laughs>
2: uh, um, get out of my house. Like later
3: yeah. loser. Yeah. Like, but if you don't want to be friends with this person, mm-hmm. um, if you just want to, you know, maybe just kind of clear the air yeah. and not necessarily like you know form a friendship and you're not very confrontational i feel like it just sort of you know when that happens with me it's and i don't really want to have to tell this person like hey i do not <laughs> want to have i'm not in the market for new friends right now <laughs> you know
2: friendship market's closed
3: closed but. uh yeah <laughs> we're not accepting new applications right. um you know just if, if they're messaging you, just don't message them back, at least right away. You don't have to, like, ghost them, yeah. but just sort of, like, be don't be overly friendly.
2: Yeah. Sorry I didn't message you back. I was too busy crushing it.
3: Having other friends. Having
2: other friends that are so cool. Who were
3: never mean to me <laughs> at some point in my life. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. It would be hard. It does seem also that bullies come in different shapes and sizes. Like, it's not like this person shoved you up. Here we go. Motion sensor light. (laughs) So it's. (laughs) What happened? People come through the ceiling. It's the bully. It's the bully. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like she didn't necessarily shove you up against a wall and, um, you know, say mean things about your family.
0: And she, exactly. And she also, like, I, God, Chapel Hill is a tiny place. I think probably I will go to this program and talk to her like she is a classmate and yeah I just need to you like gave me permission to like I don't know not worry about it
2: yeah I give you permission I relinquish you of your struggles you. <laughs> you're, free.
0: you're free you're free Fly. I'm still in
2: <laughs> um, thank you so much for calling in and you have a fantastic day
5: thank you you too love you guys All right. bye, bye.
2: Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto, I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots. And I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like... All that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail. to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's is there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. it's the Global force behind Allbirds, Rothys, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a one dollar per month trial at Shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're gonna want to check this puppy out. Yeah. Bullies. Bullies. <laughs>
3: Knock it off! <laughs> Honestly, that's for real. Stop, stop,
2: stop bullying! If you're out there and you're a bully, stop. It's doing literally
3: it. not like trendy at all right now. No,
2: I do love like in that in Twenty One Jump Street how like. he I was thinking.
3: <laughs> I, that is exactly where my mind went when,
2: (laughs) yeah, it's like not cool anymore to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so funny. I mean, like, I'm sure the kids are still getting away with it. They just have like therapy language now.
4: So
3: (laughs) yeah, they're just like, it's in like a way, like they're bullying, um, in a way that like makes them feel morally superior, but it's, it's not like the old fashioned, like, you know, the bullies
2: are being like, you're being biphobic.
3: Guys. Dox him. Dox him. Get him. Get him. Get him. (laughs) It's like a more like puritanical bullying. Yeah, right. Which is like, you know. It's a mental game. Yeah. It's it's all up here. It's not like it's not like back in the day. Yeah. Like no no like violence. You know, you can't be fat phobic. No, obviously. It's super not in or or right. Or right. (laughs) Not only not not only is it not trendy, it's also not right.
2: That's damn right. Yeah.
3: Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Let's take another call here. We've got someone who's also, I guess, this is about their freshman year in college, but it's happening to them now.
6: Hey, Miles, I'm calling Perfect Person for some advice here. I am a freshman in college, and I have an absolutely like insane roommate. I have some pretty crazy stories about it that I could share. Um, but basically her, um, boyfriend has moved in with us, so the three of us live together and they're just constantly having sex, I think it's so funny when I walk in on them, which is constantly, um, I sleep in my car most nights, um, just really insane things happening there and could, like, really use some advice on, like, how to navigate that the last few months, um, of this year, so, um, anyway, just calling for some perfect person advice, thank you.
2: We just have to call, (laughs) her. so fucking crazy. I sleep in my car I most sleep nights. sleep in my car. That is so tough. Hello? Hello. You called Perfect Person, and we're here to call you back.
6: Oh, my God. No way. No way. <laughs> Hello?
2: What's going on in the background?
6: Um, I may be watching, like, a one-year-old child.
2: <laughs> if you need to comfort the baby, that's Okay.
6: He's hanging out. Um, I'm practicing like you are with
2: your new baby. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. a, a Shush. Honestly, babies like to be shushed, which is kind of funny because I don't like to be shushed.
3: I don't like being silenced.
2: Don't silence my baby. <laughs> Let my baby talk. <laughs> I feel
6: like most people don't like being silenced, but apparently the baby's very soothing. Babies
2: so. very much do. Well, um, tell us about your issue here without upsetting the...
6: Do
2: you want us to call you back? <laughs> that would be great, actually. Well, I'm going to take a different call, and I'm going to call you back.
6: Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, no problem. All right, bye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god, the baby was like, "I hate this fucking roommates." <laughs> yeah, I know. She's
2: like, "It's really upsetting. It's been really
3: hard for me." <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll call her back in a second. I need her. To, I need to give her time to silence the baby. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Silence, silence the baby.
2: Don't silence babies, everybody.
3: <laughs> silence babies, not women.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Put that on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. I don't know what this even means, but here we go.
5: Hi, my problem is that my mother just got covered with gasoline at the gas station. (laughs) Also, I'm going to a metal concert later. What do I wear?
2: What does that mean? What, my mom just got covered in gas? Is she on fire? I hope not. Maybe we can give her some tips on, well, I guess you don't drive, but maybe we can give her some tips on <laughs> how to put gas in a car. I, uh, yeah. Ha- Hi. <laughs> you called Perfect Person about your mommy's gas problems. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm here to call you back. I'm here with Stanzi Botenza. <laughs> Hello. Now, tell me about your problem.
5: So, my mom came home today um covered in gasoline. How? The the thing malfunctioned and it like got all over her and our car and the ground. She was also crying when she came home. That's oh no. Pretty valid.
2: Yeah, if I got covered in gas, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah. We want to validate your mom's feelings here. Your mom, it's okay pretty for fun. your mom to be upset about the gas. And by the way, so what is your like did you try to comfort her? Do you need do you need advice on how to be around mom when she has gas? <laughs>
5: <laughs> um yeah, kind of. I mean, she hopped in the shower.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to think about mommy's favorite things and you're going to go ahead and do those things for her. Cuz mommy's tired, okay? okay? As a, as, a, as a as a new daddy <laughs> with a wife who's a mommy, I'll tell you mommy's probably tired. And if I came home covered in gas, i want my little baby to get me a treat. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So what is your mom what, what like? What would you recommend? Mm,
2: well, Nothing with fire. Don't do a fiery yeah. thing, yeah. No torches. <laughs> no or...
3: torches. Yeah. Stay away from candles for a little bit. For a
2: little bit. That's going to be a little intimidating, and the fumes are going to be a little bit wild. But um, what's your mom do? Like, what's her vibe?
5: Um, she is a children's teacher. She has a lot of plants.
2: If mommy's got a lot of plants, then I think you might want to get her a little plant, or you could go for a water of her plants in a way. You could be a little
4: water child. That's that fair.
2: <laughs>
3: anyway, thanks for calling in. <laughs> We hope your mom is okay.
2: Yeah, we really hope your mom is okay. That's wild. Um, gas Thank is you so much. Gas is no joke. And then you had a second question about what to wear to the metal concert, and I feel like Stanzi's got a better recommendation than me. Because Stanzi's sort of cool and fashionable. And what, not.
5: what are you seeing? I'm seeing a local band one of my friend's boyfriends is the bassist in it.
3: Nice. What's your what's your wardrobe situation? What are you working with right now?
5: I am like cottagecore or grunge. So I have like no clue what to wear to like a metal concert.
3: Okay. Um, I would definitely go the darker route. Hell yeah. You got like, you have like any cool black articles of clothing.
2: Yeah. You've got very cool cigarette earrings. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I do. I sell
5: these.
2: (laughs) Those fucking rule, by the way. Thank you. Thank you.
5: But I'm just afraid that people are gonna like judge me a little bit. Oh, don't
2: don't don't you worry worry. them. No, you know why? Because they're fucking worried that they're not looking cool enough.
5: Let me
3: tell you something. And this was this was something that kind of altered my brain a little bit. I've always kind of been dressing Mm -hmm. well. (laughs) <laughs> we've talked about this a, a lot. little quirky, a little, quirky a little, <laughs> little yeah um i i had um i have a lot of like cool funky articles of clothing mm-hmm. that i had not been wearing for like the past year and i recently wore one in a mm-hmm. video yeah um and my friend brad was like that's a sick jacket why aren't you wearing that out and i was like oh i don't know i just sort of like I don't really dress flashy because I don't want like attention on me, and I don't want yeah. people thinking about it. He's like, "No, you got to start mm-hmm. wearing those things." And I was like, "You're right. Yeah, I do have to just start wearing cool stuff." And then I I started doing that more mm-hmm. recently, like wearing some of the cool stuff that I have. Yeah. And oh my god, people like, it's like not judgment; it's just people being like, "Wow, that's really cool." Yeah. Like right. I, I like don't expect. People to, like, think the worst of of you for, like, dressing a way that's different.
2: Totally. You're going to crush it. Yeah, you're going to fucking crush it. I also think that, like, that's so true that... It being bold any fashion choice that's bold, like people are gonna be like impressed by that or interested in it. Yeah. I for a long time really did not. I think it's probably because yeah, I was probably anxious or worried about like <laughs> wearing something that I was gonna look dumb in. But um uh my lovely wife Sarah took me to uh this place called Corridor, cool LA shop, shout out. Um and a friend of ours worked there and I bought like a bunch of new clothes because just cause I had nothing. And never before in my fucking life have I had more compliments on my clothes. And by the way, the shirt I'm wearing right now is one of Sarah's maternity shirts.
3: I love Love it. So yeah, <laughs> it's great. Am I a fashionista? <laughs> mm, now you are. Now I am <laughs> maternaista.
2: <laughs> so yeah, if I can be bold and wear something really cool, uh, it kind of okay. gets you out of your comfort zone a little bit, and you're like, "This is a little wild for me," but it's going to be worth it.
3: And and here's the other thing: if you. <laughs> If you don't feel comfortable dressing out of your element, mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, at this show, you, you don't have to. Yeah. And no one's I don't think anyone's going to, like, judge you for that. If someone mm. came up to you and they're like, what are you doing here? Doesn't seem like <laughs> you belong here. Like, what loser would do like they're yeah, the loser That's so weird. It would be yeah. a really weird thing to do to someone.
2: Yeah. hundred percent.
3: Thank you so much for calling me back. No have problem. Fun. Be
2: nice to your mom.
3: I will have fun at the concert. All right, bye. bye.
2: That was adorable.
3: Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like the the you know, they're the cute little like, what should I wear? But then yeah. also like, mom's got a chemical <laughs> burn.
2: <laughs> that's crazy. It seemed like yeah, it's like the gas pump exploded around her. Yeah, what a nightmare.
3: I uh, I kind of like kind of relate to that though because like, yeah. I we had like an oil spill when mm. I was uh, like in middle school, and like I didn't realize that my clothes had oil on it because I was so used to the smell of. Oh oil yeah, because, sure. And so, like a like I was like one of those seagulls. <laughs> It's just, like, on the beach covered in oil. And then the, they, had, they had to send me home from school. No way. Yeah, I've never told that story before, yeah.
2: What was the oil spill from? From your house? Yeah, it was,
3: like, in the basement or something. Like, we had this major oil spill. Oh, my and like, God. That's yeah. wild. And so they were like, you have to take a shower and then you have to go home. Because you
2: smelled like oil. Because
3: I smelled like oil. Was
2: it, like, a hazard in your home because of the oil? Like, flammable, like...
3: Uh, maybe. No. I don't know. Yeah. they you were I, we born had from to, the like, flames. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like a phoenix from the ashes. That's absolutely yeah. right. Wow. But I never was on fire. I was just like a. You're just oily. Just an oily little seagull <laughs> in a in a environmental commercial
2: that's beautiful in a way
3: <laughs> so
1: beautiful
2: all right let's call somebody else back here
1: hi miles i recently moved from florida to new york city and i'm trying to be in my hoe era and like
4: <laughs> good luck fuck good anything luck. and
1: everybody but here's the thing i don't know if you were a hoe before you were wiped up but Absolutely. everybody's bad at sex um <laughs> Is it oh. me? Oh.
3: Let me know. TTYLXOX. <laughs> it's not you. Spoiler alert. Yeah,
2: spoiler alert, it's not you. <laughs> when you're trying to be in your hoe era, but it's actually a no era.
3: It's a no era.
2: Yeah. yeah. Big time.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello. Thanks so much for calling in. Uh, I'm here with Stanzi Potenza. <laughs>
3: Sonzie. hi how are you okay how are y'all doing
1: on this fine saturday
2: we're doing good doing pretty good we're doing uh. nice and i'm curious about your hoe era problems so lay it out on the table for yeah
1: me. i just moved to new york city mm-hmm. and i i got out of a pretty long term relationship mm. in like twenty twenty one. So this is like two years ago at this point. Yeah. I am really trying to I'm not really trying to date right now. Sure. I'm just going on all of these hinge dates and I'm trying to hoe out. But here's the thing. Like the the sex is just bad. I've probably <laughs> had one one solid yeah. good party and I'm like, is it me? Because I don't think it is. No. It's not.
2: It's absolutely not. Well, first of all, I'll say that like when you're hooking up with random people, I kind of feel like it's a real roll of the dice. To me, like sex is so about communication that the first-
1: I know. The
2: first go is always going to be kind of like a learning moment. I don't know. Like it's so much more about like having chemistry with a person and kind of like figuring out each other's whole shtick. <laughs> Also like peop- people are so weird out there.
1: I know. I went on this date, we ended up having sex and it was actually really good. I'm hitting him again and this is do do I know I'm pretty sure Miles you don't have a vagina but
2: uh, no the not, the not that i'm aware of i do <laughs>
4: period Ooh,
1: periods. periods Ooh, girl <laughs> so here's the thing i'm like so i'm like hey we're gonna come over we had been blowing this off like mm. just like as a booty call we had established this and i'm like i'm like i'm like oh by the way i'm like ending my period is mm-hmm. that okay yeah and then they were like Absolutely the fuck not.
2: That's someone you shouldn't be dating. That's someone that you just should that's like steer I'm away saying. from. That's so fucking no, whack.
1: Here's the thing. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I'm talking to all my friends with vaginas, and they're like they're like, "Oh no, yeah, that's really fucking weird." So I ignored that, and I went over to his place like a week later. I went over to his place a week later. I ubered to his place, because he's on the west side. I'm on the east side. I am not fucking with the bus but... Yeah. I go over to his place. I Uber there. It's like $30 for an Uber. No biggie. I'm horny. We fuck. First of all, he's like...
2: $30 he
3: for sex? <laughs> Sign cheap. me so, up. I,
1: well, well, here's the thing. But I go back and I'm like, hey, can you Venmo me for half of these Ubers? And then he fucking goes to me. Well, oh, Hang on. I'm so...
2: I mean, I love the confidence there of um, so you Ubered to someone's house for like a casual encounter and then you Venmo requested them the half for the.
1: Uber. I mean, I didn't Venmo request them because we were both like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, this is going to be great. Went over there, Ubered, Ubered back. And I feel like that's a pretty safe thing to be like, hey, you mind spotting me some cash for the Uber if I literally (laughs) took to your house so I could fuck you.
2: This is so interesting. I'm out of my depth here, but I don't know.
1: Cash flow is complicated.
3: I mean, I, well, I you know, know, if a man can't afford like $30 <laughs> for a good lay...
2: Yeah, then he's probably not worth sticking around for anyway.
3: Wrap it
1: up, that's you know. Yeah,
2: that's a good point, yeah. I
1: think, I think I'm probably just out here fucking the wrong people.
2: Yeah, I mean, your ex-boyfriend <laughs> and that other guy doesn't seem... I don't know, like, it just requires... Any relationship requires some sort of empathy and like making someone feel bad about something that's just inherently something they do organically is
3: yeah. weird. Yeah, hottest thing a man can do is put a <laughs> towel down, <laughs> right? <laughs> but
1: yeah, so anyways, it's rough out here. But were, yeah. were y'all out here? Like, did y'all have have like hookup arrows and like? Oh, we're like yeah. actually yeah, success?
2: absolutely. I mean, I, well, here, the good and here's the thing. Okay, so both me and my wild wife met out in the wild at a party. And both of us were very casual daters. We were, like, casually dating, like, lots of different people and enjoying that lifestyle. And then, uh-oh, when two casual daters meet each other, the love starts. <laughs> Whoa.
4: Whoa. It was
2: a classic rom-com moment. <laughs> um, no, but I found that, like, I got more mileage and enjoyment out of people that I had seen a few times casually versus someone that I was just like, yeah, we're, like, two strangers in the night who don't know each other. And so, like... I don't know, in a way, it's like <laughs> there's no stakes because it's like, I, I don't know. It's hard to have in- in- intimacy when there's just like, I'm never going to see you. It can be very fun, I guess. But
1: I guess I'm looking for it to just be fun. And I, don't, I really don't think it is. It's yeah. not, in my
3: opinion. Yeah. I, I had a I had a hoe era yeah. like prior to COVID. I mean, that was kind of the like silver lining of the pandemic was that I had to choose abstinence. (laughs) (laughs) I had to focus on me and my career. Saving money on birth control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's the problem when you're kind of going on casual dates and stuff um, because you're going out with men who don't, care uh about you feeling good necessarily. That's yeah. I mean, I knew that this wasn't a you problem because I was there and <laughs> went out with a variety of of, of guys. And yeah. it's 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 weird. It's like ordering from a new restaurant on like Uber Eats or something. You're, <laughs> You're like, like, ooh This
2: could be bad. <laughs> could be
3: bad. Could be amazing. Yeah, but like right. sometimes you like you end up just being like, oh well, this is a waste of time and money.
2: Yeah, and I feel really yeah. bad about myself. No, hundred percent. Right <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I think that that also speaks to the, like the stakes of it. Yeah, if you're just in it for some sort of casual, like physical, fulfilling a physical need, then you might not get the like long term sustenance that you maybe want.
3: I feel like you could meet it halfway in terms of like not looking for relationship, but like rather than just hooking up with people, kind of meeting them once, hooking up with them and kind of like, you know, finding a couple few people that you can kind of see casually so that you have a little bit more of like an intimate connection with them without the sort of like the the commitment. Yeah.
4: Right.
2: Or it's like, yeah, people that are sort of like, outside of your immediate friendship circle, but you see them around. So like they're kind of vouched for by a, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's why people date. That's what I'm
1: looking for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll get yeah. out there and uh, don't talk to your ex-boyfriend anymore. But um,
1: other than that, uh, I'm one step ahead of you, Miles. Thank you so much for
2: calling in and uh, yeah, have fun. Have I don't know. fun. Enjoy yourself. I
1: fucking, I fucking love you guys. I fucking love you, Miles. I seriously, I listen to all of the pods
2: oh, as on sweet. the
1: train and Congrats to you and tell baby
2: juju I said hi. I will. I certainly will. You have a fantastic day. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.
3: <laughs> what a fun person. Very fun. <laughs> Very fun. She's enjoying herself. I love that. No, I remember. Good having- for her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember it, yeah. I mean it's like that's the thing about if you're in like a in a hoe era. The highs can be high and you're like, oh my gosh, really fun night. Oh, and then yeah. it's like the lows are just as low as the high was high. That You like- know, that's
3: the only good thing about like my line of work being in comedy is <laughs> yeah. that I went out with some just really like wacky people. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to joke. about. I'll joke about <laughs> this one day and then I'll like make back the, right. the, the time and money I lost from this crazy experience. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. We're going to give our friend, the college roommate boning situation, a call back one more time. And if she doesn't answer, I'm going to be
3: devastated. She's going to be in the car with her baby trying to Hello? take it. Out. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Miles, I am so sorry. I am still with this child.
2: Okay. Is the baby being quiet or do you need to go? She's hanging out. We'll be super efficient. Okay? Yeah. Okay. We're going to be so awesome. efficient. Cool. The baby's hanging out. Go for it.
6: Yes. Okay. So, my issue, I'm a freshman in college, and my roommate is, like, absolutely insane. Like, she's, like, known, like, on the floor to just be, like, like the absolute worst. Her boyfriend lives with us. Um, They like to sleep together, obviously, in their little twin dorm bed. Um, but sometimes, you know, they've been realizing that, like, it's a little uncomfy to sleep, too, in a twin bed. So they actually brought a third bed into our room so that um, they can sleep separately sometimes. But then together sometimes. I like to call it musical beds. Um, They play it throughout the night. Oh, God. Like, sometimes they will sleep together in their bed, and then sometimes, like, they'll sleep separately, and then they'll, like, kiss in the middle, you know, like, a little halfway meetup. Um, all of that good stuff. So could, that's really fun.
2: Like, How could there be room for a third bed? Is it in the middle of your two beds? There
6: is not. Yeah, so I have to climb on top of my desk to get in my bed if I want to get in there, but she's just yeah. so messy that I can't really even do that. So, like... We're kind of out of options here. So I sleep in my car most nights.
2: No, no, girl, no, you gotta, okay. I'm
6: like, I'm from the East coast. So it's like 32 degrees right now.
4: Oh yeah. We
2: are going to empower you to demolish your roommate. You need to beat the final boss. Okay. That is your roommate's boyfriend.
6: Okay.
3: Where in the East coast are you from?
6: I am from like the Delmarva area. So like we're talking like Maryland, Delaware, Virginia. Okay. Got it. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah, it is cold
2: right now. So you should not Jesus. Don't be sleeping in your car.
3: car. Pretty chilly.
2: No, you have a couple options here. one is you freaking bring over someone and bang them in front of your roommate. Now I'm not saying that's a good option, but okay. it's there. Okay. Yes. It also could go the opposite direction. <laughs> they could enjoy that. They could enjoy that. <laughs> you don't want to make them too horny. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm too horny. I
6: Have slept in my bed. Like this is another thing. But like when I go home on the weekends, I've started like placing things under my covers to see if they move, and they do. Like, I think they're also sleeping in my bed.
2: Okay. Nor. No. Now, let me tell you what. And I, no. and, I hate to, and I hate to say this, okay? You might have to get the RA involved.
6: Yeah. Oh, no. You he's can do, right next to my room.
2: Yeah, you could do vigilante justice here. But also, like, this guy, the boyfriend thing. It's also, like, are you on good terms with your roommate? Does she know that you're annoyed by this? Or are you sort of being extra polite?
6: I'm, like, a super people pleaser. And also the thing is, she's, like, super spoiled and privileged. And, like, she doesn't think she's doing anything wrong. Yeah. And, like, never has. Like, there's this, like, story on my floor that's, like, very well known where she... this is like super gross in the middle of the night, she like threw up in a trash can in our room and just like kind of like left it there. And then in the morning she was like, I'm going to go take it out. And I was like, that's great. Like I feel disgusting. So I'm going to go take a shower. So in my shower, there's like five people in this communal bathroom and they're banging coming from my shower door. I'm like, what is going on? And I hear her voice and she's like, you need to open up the shower. And I was like, why? Mind you, there's like so many people in here. I'm just like taking my shower, trying to like do as I please. And She's like, you need to open up the door. And I was like, you have to tell me why. And she said, open the door. So I open up the door, and she hands me her trash can of up and closes the door and is like, wash it out.
4: That is
2: illegal for me to hear.
6: <laughs> that was criminal. It also, it's been like going through my mail. Like, There's so many things. Like, I promise you it's never no. ending. No. Okay, you
2: yeah. got to stand up to this person. This is a fucking user.
3: Being a people pleaser <laughs> yeah. will never work in your favor 100 you'll never you'll never yeah. get like a good outcome from from it and i it's it's uncomfortable yeah. it's an uncomfortable hurdle to mm-hmm. get over but you you gotta tell someone about that because like, oh my god that's so not okay i feel violently angry on your behalf
2: yeah that sucks ass and like you have to just be like hey look by the way this is my room this is my stuff your boyfriend can't sleep in here anymore. Like you just need to say that shit and it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's already uncomfortable for you. And you're trying to like give her the benefit of the doubt, but you just need to fucking take control of the situation. And I'm sorry that you have to do that because it yeah. sucks, but you do. <laughs>
6: sorry, baby's laughing. Um, I guess that's
4: me, that's fine. Um, the
2: baby's looking at your situation. And he's like,
6: that's what you get for being a people pleaser.
2: It's You don't have to be mean to confront someone. And in fact, sometimes the best way to do it is to just clearly state what you need in a nice way. Just be like, hey, how's it going? Like, I haven't been able to get much sleep, and uh, so I just need your boyfriend's bed to be out of here. Like, half the room's really mine. But, I, you know, you guys can hang out when you're in here, but at a certain point, I need to go to bed. You don't have to have a sort of, like, Final Fantasy-style battle where you're, like— get him out of my room and have like a big confrontation moment. Cause I think that that's what yeah. this type of person, people who take advantage are expecting that. And what they're not expecting is for you to just be like, Hey, you have to move your stuff. Like, you know, I know, like, and she might yell at you and do whatever. And you just like, I know, I know. But like, look, it's my room too. And if you kind of show her empathy while also being like, you need to fucking cut this out, that might work a little bit better for you.
3: Yeah. I've, I think the hardest part is, is having to stand up for yourself. That's really hard. It's uncomfortable, yeah. but I as soon as you learn how yeah. to do it, you'll you'll realize like how much easier life is yeah. when you're able to like stand up for yourself and and say what you need from people and and tell them your boundaries. Life will be so much easier. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
4: Yeah, I'm, so I'm known
6: like by all my friends as like the biggest people pleaser like you'll ever meet, and like I just like don't want to make anyone upset which is like so funny because I'm like sleeping in my car at night. And it's like 31 degrees. And I'm like, I don't want to. Upset no,
2: her. That yeah. sucks.
6: But like no, like that's good advice. Like I should probably like stand up for myself a little
2: bit. And you got, and you're in your right too. Like, and by the way, I think everyone should stand up for their needs, whether or not they're kind of right. Yeah, or not. Like,
4: yeah, yeah. I'm of the people.
2: <laughs> but it's like for you know, in this situation, she's obviously taking advantage of you, so you have every right to be like pissed about it.
3: And you yeah. have two people here who who are telling you that you are in the right to stand up for yourself. Yeah, that's right. Other people on your okay. floor know that she is crazy, so. You are absolutely okay. in the right to go and address this, and yeah. and you should not be we no sleeping in your car anymore.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No sleeping yeah, in your car it anymore. Scold, 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 scold. It would, if you're okay. a people
3: pleaser, please us yeah. by standing up for yourself <laughs> and
6: not sleeping in your oh car anymore. Oh my god, that's like the best way to get me. My friends are always yeah. like, yeah. Do, like they'll like do the same exact thing, and they're like, we're saying it because like we know how to get you to do it.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna really need you to do this. Yeah,
6: yeah,
3: we would. It would really please yeah. me. <laughs> As a person, yeah. if you, if As a you stood up for yourself and and, and had boundaries yeah. and didn't sleep in your car anymore, I would be very pleased by yeah, that. Big time. Okay.
2: So you're going to have to please Stanzi. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, yeah, this is f- a fucking nightmare. Um, also, you know, tell the RA if it's getting really weird um, because uh, yeah, you should never sleep in your car, especially when you're paying for room and board.
6: Yes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, my parents don't know about that one. If they did, it would be a different story. <laughs>
2: yeah.
6: Yeah.
2: They'd be upset about that.
6: Yes, they would.
2: Um, well, yeah. thank you so much for calling in. I'm sorry that your situation's a nightmare. Also, you're hanging out with that baby, and that's great.
6: <laughs> yeah, thank you for hyping me up enough to be able to confront her, and thank you for calling me back. Um, baby says so hi. She's actually, like, one and a half, like, full-blown toddler, so she's just, like, sprinting around here.
2: Oh, that's so cute. My baby can't walk yet, it's but he so can cute. smile, and he's about to learn how to laugh. I know. <laughs>
6: Can you believe that? He doesn't even speak wow. English. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. You have a fantastic day and uh, demolish thank your roommate. You so Good luck. Good luck.
6: <laughs> I will. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: bye Yikes. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy.
3: I've never had a roommate. Um, I made Burr. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Burr. Did you go to school, uh, college or no?
3: I did, but we didn't have dorms at the time. There are dorms there now, but it was a commuter school. So my roommate was my mom and her boyfriend.
2: Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) No, I had a roommate in college for a little bit. And uh, at one point he did tell me to go. He was like, you should go to bed. (laughs) I was like, I don't think you can tell me to do that. Don't (laughs) tell tell, me what to do. Don't talk dirty to me. You're you're like, I love
4: it. (laughs) Jiggling
2: sure <laughs> yeah no that was like as weird as it uh, yeah he was just like you should go to bed although one time I did come in and him and this girl had just finished having sex and they were asleep and it was in the middle of the day wow and I was like I mean risk for a risky move for sure
3: I, I couldn't <laughs> deal with the like yeah like a no, new part like you're just living together and like, yeah. I'm like oh, that seems like a whole thing that I it's don't want
2: to I don't know Yeah, the same room bit is because I had roommates like later but it's just same room is tough
3: same room. Yeah. Like, they're living like the grandparents <laughs> from Willy Wonka right now. <laughs> yeah, like, Charlie's oh, fucking
2: weird grandparents who can't we, stand up. We need
3: to get that girl a golden ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Out of, that, right. out of that room cheese. Yeah. Ugh. Well,
2: Stanzi, before we get to the final segment, do you have any problems that you need solving in your life recently?
3: Oh, my God. You any- just moved
2: here? New city? New you?
3: Yeah. Well, I guess... That's probably that's probably it. I yeah. just I need I need to know who to get my hair done by. I
2: actually do have a hair guy. He's really good. Oh
3: great! Yeah.
2: <laughs> Problem solved. And I know when, Thanks, most, when most dudes say they have a hair guy, it's like somebody that <laughs> it's like their mother. Yeah, it's like their mother or like some weirdo who does it for two dollars. He is always but,
3: <laughs> this janky. Oh like yeah, random, behind like, the circuit city. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I'm like, yeah. my My ex went to this place. It was like called like Fantastic Sam's, yeah, and it was yeah. like uh-huh. a, it was like fifty cents. And it, I'm like, where? Like, what are you doing? And every time he left, he would be like, I don't really like it. I'm like, you keep going back. <laughs> you go back every time, and you hate it.
4: Yeah, it's no. all.
3: Yeah, that that is true. It's a very silly thing, but yeah, I don't think I have any. Um, I'm just so perfect
4: I
2: love that That
3: I don't have Real problems right now You know Yeah
2: I operate in my life And I just sort of Go on full blast All the time
3: I'm just like Oh this was just Meant to happen Yeah I'm manifesting Things fall into
2: my lap (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well uh, that brings us To our final segment Segment we like to call Get real Now Sanzi. This is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. Oh, God, okay. We're about to get real. Not to be confused with Be Real, (laughs) because the segment predates Be Real by like a month. Good for you. Thanks. You're the OG. (laughs) I was the original Be Real. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, I appreciate you being on the show today. You talk a lot about uh, mental health and stuff and a lot of your content, and I'm wondering if you've had any, uh, like discoveries about your own mental health in the last year or so anything that you're like oh this is something that's working better for me or uh something you've noticed about yourself Yeah, i don't know
3: oh yeah actually um this past year was pretty crazy because it was like uh my first year living out of state living yeah. on my own sure um and i think having space kind of from my Family and my like living situation. Yeah. yeah, I was living in Massachusetts for years. I I realized that like I had gone to therapy for years, and I think that being out of there, I think the real um, progress from like going to therapy is not something you see until like years later. Yeah, like for you sure. don't realize how much it's impacted you, yeah. and having like a year away kind of made me realize like. I started looking back at, like, old, like... (laughs) I started looking back at, like, situations from, like, my childhood and no longer looking at myself as, like, victim... as a victim in certain situations Mm -hmm. and then being able to empathize with, like, other people in my life and and how my actions, even though, like, I was a hurt person, how... and I, I was valid in the way that I felt, but how that then affected those around me and how other people probably struggled so I was able to kind of like talk to like my younger sister recently yeah. being like I'm sorry I wasn't a better older sister yeah like you know I know like I was going through stuff but like because of that you didn't yeah. have like you know a good older sibling like looking out for you True. so I and I think uh just kind of yeah just I, I've been a lot more open and honest about how I'm feeling and like telling people when they do things that like yeah affect me in a bad way totally so yeah
2: that's great. Beats. No, I think that, <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I think that's valid. I, I like. Uh, I honestly feel like I haven't been to therapy in a little while, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I need a refresher. I felt like I. I mean, li- my life is just so different than when I was. In, I was in therapy in New York. That was like around five-ish years ago, and I, I felt like that really brought me like to the next level. And it's like my life's so different now. My job's different. Mm-hmm. I like have a wife and a, and a baby. I feel like I need to go back so I can like. Unload some of that stuff to be like, here's all this new stuff. Tell me what to do with it, yeah, and then give me <laughs> <laughs> language to to move on to other stuff. But no, I think about that all the time. Where it's, uh, <laughs> I always am surprised by how cliched stuff really applies to my life, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it is the friends I make along the way, or like it
3: really, yeah, yeah. I think. I, I going off of that a little bit I, I've seen so many people talking recently about like not feeling like they have friends oh yeah and I I felt like that probably for a little while and then more recently within like this year really like mm-hmm. made friend like a real group That's of great. friends
2: yeah
3: people who are doing similar things that I'm doing and like who like genuinely care about your well-being and stuff yeah, yeah, which is yeah. like crazy but you know even, like, uh, it's not as easy to make friends when you get to be, like, our age. Totally. In, you know, in adulthood. But it's possible. And I think that, especially when you're a healed person, you're going to meet people that, like, actually fit into your life. And yeah. you're, not, you're not feeling like you have to force people that are just in close proximity with you to, like, yes. be in your social groups. You'll meet better people for you. Yeah.
2: No, I think that it's, like, you have to know yourself to make friends that know you like, yeah. yeah, you have to like be aware of like what your needs are. So you can meet people that are like you in that way. I know that I feel very lucky all the time about in LA, um, partially because of my wife, because she's been in LA for a lot longer than me. She knew so many people. And now that all those people are like close with me and we have a big community of people that I really love. Um, and I feel very lucky about that. Cause I think you're right though. A lot of people don't feel like they have friends and a lot of people, I think, especially in digital media, if you work for yourself and you don't necessarily have peers, a lot of people struggle to make friends, especially if they um, don't live in big metropolitan areas where there's yeah. like other people doing the same things that they're doing.
3: Friendship. It's so important. <laughs> Yay.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for
3: having me. Of course.
2: Uh, well, tell me uh, where people can find you. Tell the audience a little bit about what you do so they can check you out.
3: Yeah, I am a content creator and comedian. So mm. you can find me on all of the socials at stanzi Potenza is my handle on everything. Great name, everything. by the way. Thank you. <laughs> my mom came up with it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, Stanzi Potenza on all social media. And uh, I have a podcast called What Fresh Hell Is This? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find that on all streaming platforms. And uh, we have the video format on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep an eye out on my website for tour dates because what? I will be doing – Comedy shows. Yeah. Woo. And I saw that
2: you have a video on Spotify as well.
3: Oh, do we? Oh, <laughs> the- my.
2: Your team must have said <laughs> it. My team? Up.
3: Yeah, my team. I They just do everything, and I don't even yeah. I, I don't even wake up most days. They just do an
2: AI voice and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fake thing. Yeah,
3: eventually they just substitute
2: <laughs> They just use your image and likeness <laughs> for everything. Um, well, uh, yeah, it was a pleasure to have you on. And audience, remember that perfection, no matter what your struggles are, Perfection is only a call away.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it
4: is. (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.